स्पाइस रेडियो और रेडियो रिमझिम सुन रहे हैं आप गपशप का प्रोग्राम है हमारी घड़ियों में बाद दोपहर के दो बजकर सात मिनट को आ जाते हैं अब से लेकर तीन बजे तक आपका और हमारा साथ रहेगा हमारे आज के इस कार्यक्रम में जिसका नाम बड़े प्यार से हमने गपशप रखा है क्योंकि इसमें वो सभी बातें जो आज आपकी नज़रों में अटकेंगी खटकेंगी और दिल में समाएंगी उन सबको लेकर हम हाजिर हैं ये बताते हुए कि बाहर हल्की हल्की बूंदाबांदी हो रही है हमारे स्टूडियो के बाहर और ये बरसात थोड़ी देर में बंद हो जाएगी और फिर दोबारा धूप निकल आएगी और कल परसों कहते हैं कि काफ़ी गर्मी रहने वाली है हमारे शहर में कल की बात कल करेंगे आज की बात आज करते हैं क्योंकि बुधवार का दिन है सेकेंड वेंसडे ऑफ द मंथ इज़ बुक्ड फॉर द वन एंड ओनली डॉक्टर गर्ग साहब अरुण गर्ग जो कि आज हमारे स्टूडियोज में हैं डॉक्टर गर्ग आपका प्रोग्राम में बहुत बहुत स्वागत है कैसे हैं आप बहुत अच्छे ऑलवेज लुकिंग forward to be meeting him <laughs> even if we don't have a guest we still come so oh, yes yeah, yes yeah. and that's the best yeah. one of the best <laughs> <laughs> no, i think it's wonderful that we are able to do this program and for listeners and the feedback is good and i think uh, it has helped people uh, understanding a little bit about what health is so uh, oh you know dr saab i don't know whether you would believe this or not ke मैं जब भी कभी बाहर जाती हूँ लोग हमेशा ये कहते हैं कि जब डॉक्टर साहब आते हैं तो हम बड़े गौर से प्रोग्राम को सुनते हैं बिकॉज उनसे बड़ी अच्छी अच्छी बातें सुनने को मिलती हैं वेरी गुड एंड आई थिंक दैट इज वेरी गुड नोटिंगलीज वेरिंग Uh, a little bit okay i'm going to ask you what is the medical minute today do you want to start with the medical minute um i didn't think of uh, topic for this but yes. if you if you want to know about something let me know then i we could talk about it well i was just thinking we're going to be talking a lot about uh, you know diabetes and heart related diseases can you just in a nutshell tell us why is the indian community so prone to diabetes oh wow that is a 64 million dollar question okay and so, as a matter of fact one of the paper i wanted to discuss was that so maybe we could we could take jump that jump into that yeah and sure. uh, we can do that in a minute no of course but, not but uh, but uh, so th- there is a doctor in san francisco Dr. Kanaya she has done a lot of work she is an endocrinologist and she got in and uh, studying uh, diversity and different uh, groups uh, and diabetes right and which then led to she's of south asian heritage she got interested in south asian and so she has done a lot of studies one day i'm hoping we could have her at one of our conferences oh wow so she wrote a paper say why are south asian prone to diabetes too mm. a hypothesis based on underexplored pathways okay so i thought we'll talk about that a little bit and if you want we could talk about that now yes let's start with that then yeah now we should clarify one thing diabetes jo hai wo एक सिंपल डिसीज नहीं है ये काफी कॉम्प्लेक्स डिसीज है इन द सेंस मेनी डिफरेंट टाइप्स सो व्हेन वी टॉक अबाउट डायबिटीज टाइप 1 डायबिटीज टाइप 2 गेस्टेशनल डायबिटीज एंड देन एक्वायर्ड डायबिटीज सो दोस आर फोर मेजर टाइप्स सो टाइप 1 आई थिंक इज वेरी डिफरेंट देन टाइप 2 
you start to see it uh, in childhood or young age mm-hmm. and we don't and certainly our conversation always been about type 2 yes type 1 uh, has its own limitations and once you have type 1 uh, the treatment and the follow up and all that has to be very specific mm-hmm. so type 2 is what you hear most about Right. and it's the prevalence of type 2 diabetes in south asian communities and south asia as you know is a very heterogeneous group and it's a very large group hmm. so people from pakistan bangladesh nepal india sri lanka maldives can people from fiji and east africa be included in it too oh yeah so yeah. so th- th- those uh, that's we call south asia okay but people from south asia migrated to fiji and west indies and uh, africa africa mm. uh, those were the predominant but the other places so people there they carried with that the genetic makeup the epigenetic makeups so they are also part of this though uh, so in our community here mm. very large number of what we call south asian mm. heritage people are from those countries So then in other w- words all Indians all people from uh, the Indian subcontinent no matter which part of the world they are are carrying this disease with them or or at least uh, have the same makeup okay. uh, and okay. uh, um, and uh, the makeup and that's what really makes it very interesting why south asians are prone to um type 2 diabetes mm. um and i think more and more is becoming that type 2 diabetes in the south asian population has its own uniqueness whereas uh, diabetes um, and even atherosclerosis is uh, coming down yeah. in white european population in our population it's not coming down yet in fact it's increasing if i'm not mistaken yeah uh, most of the data suggests that it's increasing mm. and uh, now people are starting to say that type 2 diabetes is reversible oh it in is other, yeah in other words if you get it well, first of all try to avoid it yeah it's preventable it's certainly you could delay onset mm. of it mm-hmm. but now people are talking about it's reversible So Shushma ji what I'm very happy about is that uh, there is a lot of interest in this very thing and a uh, lot of interest in including south asians in studies and trying to understand why so type 2 diabetes uh, generally speaking what we use the word chronic inflammation we have talked about that and chronic inflammation leads to resistance uh, of diabetes uh, d- uh, resistance of insulin mm-hmm. and 
type 1 diabetes, there is absolute deficiency of insulin. You right. don't have enough insulin for That's whatever right. reason. Yes. Most common is autoimmune right. phenomenon. Right. But type 2 diabetes, it's not that you don't have enough insulin, but the insulin you have it's doesn't work well. No, I see. And the receptors, uh, whether it's a problem with the receptors or whether it's a problem with the uh, insulin itself, uh, all kinds of things. So it's felt that type 2 diabetes, there might be six or seven or eight different types. But most fascinating is the question being asked now, which I'm so happy that people are paying attention to, and one day we are going to find out as more and more research goes in it, that South Asian um, heritage may, may be quite unique for Ooh. diabetes too. And when you say South Asian heritage may be very unique to um, diabetes too, are you saying that it is related to our health or is it still related to genetics? Both. Oh, okay. That's the, that's the most interesting oh, part. Okay. So what people are saying is beside having insulin resistance mm. where you have sufficient insulin but it's not working properly, mm. there might be relative, mm. uh, the word is relative uh, deficiency of insulin. Oh. So in other words, your pancreas right. is not making enough for the demand required. Mm -hmm. So that is quite a unique thing on that. In addition to that, there is increasing um, uh, um, kind of data accumulating that South Asians also have a uh, tendency to accumulate fat even at a low level of visceral adiposity. Mm -hmm. uh, the, the liver could accumulate fat which then leads to problems. So there is that uh, reason. And then um, then there are obviously environmental reasons, which we always talk about lifestyle. So generally speaking now, what's coming out is that type 2 diabetes in, in um, South Asians might be more complex in terms of etiology than many other types. Mm. And that makes the challenge even bigger. Mm. And that's what is so exciting that we need to talk more about, and I think we need to empower, educate our own people so they understand this better. Very good point, callers, um, Dr. Zab, because I think our callers are also very interested in finding out the, the sources of this and how they can, if it is reversible, how can we reverse it? Yeah. I'd like to take a very short commercial break and come back and talk a little bit about how it can be reversed, right? Yep, if that's we start with that, and then what I really also want to share with our listeners today is that excellent paper which just came out this month around describing diabetes in India. Okay, that, that would be a very interesting one too. Dr. Arun Garg is in the studio till 3 o'clock. If you have any questions for Dr. Garg, feel free to call at 604-280-1200, 604-280-1200. Two nine nine eight eight six three are our telephone numbers. Spice Radio Radio Room Jimson Rayab Gapshap Ka program hai Dr. Arun Gargaj Hamare Sat hai. Arun Bat Karen Diabetes ki or Dr. Sabne Abhi ek uh, paper jo padha hai Dr. Kanaya ka likha hua 
उनमें उन्होंने कहा है कि यू नो डायबिटीज जो साउथ एशियन कम्युनिटी में वो अपना ही अलग से मकाम रखती है या बिल्कुल तो शी टॉक्स अबाउट इज three areas which have not been studied before yeah. so i think this is quite new work as well you know and hypothesis she presents is that it is reduced beta cell function mm-hmm. so that's the commonest thing beta cells are in the pancreas which makes insulin right. so the reduced function of that impaired insulin action mm-hmm. but she proposes it's because of lean uh, low lean mass muscle mass okay so it's uh, uh, integrating it with the muscle p- part of the body so skeletal muscles uh, etc which is further accentuated by liver fatty deposits so all three areas which leads to insulin resistance may be interplaying here Uh, and uh, you know i've been talking about lifestyle so one of these are affected greatly by lifestyle right. which is ectopic fat dis- deposition in liver and muscle which leads to insulin uh, uh, impaired insulin action uh-huh. so lifestyle still plays a major role but in south asian population it might be that uh, there are some other plays as well mm-hmm. and it might take a much more concerted effort even on lifestyle but you were asking about reversing of diabetes mm-hmm. uh, there is more and more data accumulating in type 2 diabetes uh-huh. we, uh, not in type 1 but in type 2 diabetes uh, that uh, lifestyle <coughs> and uh, diet and sleep etc can play a role and your insulin requirements uh, can be reduced ah uh, there are some clinics now opening in in the in the system which are particularly interested in this work and i'm really pleased to see that but south asians it might be even difficult oh interesting we've got a caller on line 4 okay. i'd like to take that line 4 how are you doing hi good afternoon fine thank you and you fine thank you um So I think Dr. just probably answered a little portion of my question. Oh yeah. And uh it's to do with the uh, associated diabetes with sweets. Let's put it that way. Uh, associated diabetes with sweets. Like, you know, the sugary. Yes. Uh however, how about the overall diet where uh can someone get diabetes for overweight or um, Yeah, very very good question and uh, as Shushma ji will tell you uh, that has been Uh, the kind of cost a lot for me when we talk about um and i i think um, everything has to be in balance so i feel that there is no special diet uh, but too much of sweets and too much of sweets especially um very high glycemic index simple sugars can play a major havoc and i think that's the thing one has to watch So in our diet uh, as you know sweets play a major role um, as a social factor so everything is starts with sweets and we offer sweets and i think one has to watch so i would say that is the area especially like gulab jamun jalebi <laughs> adding sugar uh, to your coffee but and tea but that can also be in all the hidden foods that we have right yeah yeah, yeah. so the, i would that's say the key, right? yeah yeah uh, but i think uh, 
balance is more important. Now, because you asked the question, I have to also fill in not only what you eat is important, but equally important is when you eat, how you eat, how much you eat. And why you eat. Yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I think uh, uh, watch uh, simple sugars. And if you could reduce on simple sugars, uh, it's a step in the right direction. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you, caller. Um, you know, I mean, what she asked was something that people think about all the time. Now that the doctors do not see their patients for more than one disease, <laughs> it is becoming increasingly difficult for people to ask these sorts of questions from their doctors. I Well, I won't go there, but no. I think that's why certainly our effort is yes. through these programs. And it's my dream that in our community, yeah. we could have organized programs hmm. where people in group. See, one other thing about our community is we are group thinkers. Yes. And I think having group sessions where people can share their ideas. It's important. Yeah, and I think we need to build some of that in the community for uh, this awareness. Physicians are important, and we listen to physicians, but I think we need to build this information base and we need to build this capacity outside that. Right. That's uh, really key. And... Um, uh, uh, I know the several clinics opening up which are designed that way. Mm. And there, there is a clinic, uh, we won't have a time to talk today, but maybe in one of the future shows we could profile uh, called Inspire Clinic. Mm. And this is a clinic uh, engaging the community, uh, uh, and it's open for all the communities, not right. just South Asian community, right. with cancer disease and the role of um, person itself and lifestyle and everything in um, living a healthier life. Right. So I think you're going to see, Shushmaji, more and more of this kind of capacity opening up. I think I like, I like the, first of all, I like the part where you said that the community thinks as a joint community, as a group community. So I think there are advantages to that and also disadvantages as well. But let's look at the advantages of how people got together. And, you know, like people go and meet at temples, meet at gurdwaras, at masjid. If they could have one day in which they would not deal with laddu or jalebi at all, and that one free day... That, they... uh, that will be fantastic. <laughs> if, if we could have that, uh, that will be fantastic, you know. Uh, yeah. um, uh, and I think our community will be healthier because of that. Oh, yes, for sure. Uh, I, I personally think uh, that in spite of uh, us talking about it, in spite of this being uh, a major um, uh, prevalence, uh, it's, uh, it's um, doable to reduce this burden. Yes. And I think uh, through programs like ours, and I'm sure there are many other programs, uh, we can uh, overcome this dilemma. Yes. I don't think we could expect that individual interaction between the patient and the doctor. Mm -hmm. uh, that's designed uh, to be uh, um, 
interactive mm. and is uh, influencing a particular problem. Yes. And that, 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 that's a different issue than what we are talking about. In yeah. Oh, no, no. I understand. Global yes. scale. That's right. So in terms of diabetes then, um, poor beta cell function, Mm-hmm. low lean mass, mm-hmm. uh, uh, impaired insulin secretion, and impaired insulin action because of ectopic fatty deposition could be all combined together leads to um, impaired insulin um, action and diabetes. Mm-hmm. And in South Asians, it might be that all these are playing a role. Now, right. having said that, I don't want people to know, well, because it's so complex and because it's so many things playing, I don't have to do anything. That right. will be fatalistic and of that course. will be wrong. And that's not what I'm saying. No. I, we still have to stay, and as our caller asked earlier, uh, lifestyle is the only one we have much control on. And so, if, we, if we control that lifestyle and, and steer it towards non, uh, art, uh, non uh, you know, uh, eating sweets and uh, high sugar and high salt diets, we might be able to control. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Right. And you could delay it and you could, uh, you could certainly prevent it. And uh, uh, delaying it and preventing goes long ways. Eventually, if you live till 80 or 90, you will get some things, mm. and, but at least you're not getting it when you're 45. Yes. Because that's the other thing. Uh, People are getting younger and younger and younger. Yeah, yeah, and we'll talk about in our next paper, which yes. I want to share with our listeners. Which is all about the heart. Dil ki Let's take a short commercial break. Dr. Arun Garg is our guest today, and he's here till 3 o'clock. If you need to ask him any questions, we are at 604 280 We just talked about diabetes A uh, type 1 and type 2 and how the South Asian community has its own little diabetes cluster. For type 2, yeah. For type 2 diabetes. Yeah. So the other paper I thought we should talk uh, is uh, quite a neat study. Mm. Um, By the way, the reason we are talking about diabetes is that we have a group of doctors who organize a conference every year called South Asian Health Conference. Yes. And uh, I've been very actively supporting it. And this year is coming up in September. And I'll be one of the speakers talking on this very thing. So Yeah, so I thought that was important. Doctor said, before we start on the second one, can we take a caller? Okay. Caller, can you turn your radio down and we'll take you on line four? Go ahead. Namaste, Sishmaji. Namaste, Doctor Zang. Namaskar. I have a few things. I have a diabetes and I am on the initial stage of my kidney problem. Is it curable? Uh, well, I think uh, that's a very good question in the sense that uh, diabetes, once you get it, because it uh, affects so many other organs, uh, that other problems come. So I don't know what kind of kidney problem you have, but uh, it could be related to vascular ideas which coming from diabetes or sugar ideas. Now, once the diabetes sets in, uh, 
uh, curable will depend on uh, what else is happening. Uh, I think it's the best thing is managing it best, you know? And uh, yeah, you have to manage it now uh, and your doctor is the best person. It's hard on radio to talk about a specific case, but uh, it's, um, um, uh, how long you had diabetes? It's about uh, last six months I came to know. It was on 6.7, then it came down to 6.2. Oh, so that's not too, that's not too bad. So it's quite recent. I think uh, recently onset um, diabetes, uh, you have to really pay a lot of attention to lifestyle and the kind of food you eat and cut down, as the previous caller asked, the simple sugars. You know, and that uh, really helps. And uh, uh, light exercises uh, and those kind of things, and uh, hopefully. Um, it uh, will also help your kidney issue. Kidney, as uh, it was on, uh, the, it was on uh, eight, and then it came down to two point two. And uh, normal is two, they said. It shows there on my result. Yeah, I'm uh, taking Jardians. Jardians. Yeah. So, sorry, I didn't get those numbers. Uh, From I, eight I, to two point two. Went down to 2.2. 4.2. What what test was that? That was for the kidney. Yeah, but do you know the name of the test for the kidney? No, I don't. No. Anyway, anyway, I think your doctor could answer those. But uh, if it's related to early stages and earlier the better, uh, then even there the diet could play a role and your lifestyle can play a role. So I would say. Uh, Stay with it and uh, pay attention uh, to lifestyle, especially cut down on simple sugars and salt. I've already lost 10 pounds on that. Yeah, good. Okay, thank so you. Thanks I for calling. Thank you, doctor. Thank yeah. you. 604-280-1200, 604-299-8863. So we were going to talk about Dr. Patel's. Uh, yeah, we were talking about this paper, <laughs> That's right. uh, which is fascinating. Mm. So what's happening is that in in United Kingdom, they have what's called biobank. Right. And biobank is uh, accumulation of large amount of data, health-related data, mm. which then has a lot of information about the person, their heritage. So they did this study. It's again a year-old study, mm. where they compared about eight thousand middle-aged participants of South Asian ancestry mm -hmm. and about f uh, 450,000 participants in, of European ancestry. Oh, yes. And they found a big difference, Shishmaji, as high as twofold higher observed risk right. of 10-year risk of cardiovascular disease according to this study. Right. So I think, uh, again, there is a accumulated data coming mm. that um, a combination and predisposing factors in this were hypertension, mm -hmm. diabetes, and central adiposity. Mm -hmm. And those three are the major compounding f features resist, uh, which are important playing a role. With diabetes, mm. we talked about, and hypertension. Now, that's the other thing our people don't get their blood pressure checked. Mm. I would suggest that 
it's a very simple thing to do, and if you could do it at home, if <clears throat> if you could have blood pressure measurement, uh, right. then it's really very helpful. And uh -huh. blood pressure plays a huge role in. So this particular study, uh, I really like because it uh, shows what they did was they studied these people for ten years mm. after enrolling them. Right. And then see what kind of diseases they got in those 10 years. Right. And they found that South Asians mm. were much more prone to get uh, cardiovascular diseases wow. than not. And wow. I think so there is no um, uh, the doubt uh, that there is a problem. Also, uh, the cardiovascular disease in South Asians is being seen in younger and younger people. Yeah, that's the other thing. Mm. Uh, whether it's related to diabetes, whether it's related to some other genetic predisposition, um, uh, cardiovascular disease, especially uh, insufficiency, especially uh, chest uh, right. pain, especially even myocardial infarction right. happening earlier, and it's much more virulent as well. Mm. And the other interesting thing there is um, we talked earlier about what is a South Asian, that as uh, our people have migrated away from India to mm -hmm. uh, so Fiji and uh, particularly, there is a much higher uh, preponderance of cardiovascular disease and happening earlier. Mm. And, and how much of that is lifestyle? and how much of it is the genetic predisposition. Mm. Uh, I think all this requires a lot of studies, and I think uh, our people should be participating, and uh, a lot more research is needed. And on that note, uh, there are two other papers I want to talk about, mm. uh, which have recently come, which talks about this. And good news is that this is all happening. Mm. Five years ago, even as late as five years ago, ten years ago, South Asian studies were very limited. Yes. Most of the work was done on European studies, mm. and that was a very big weakness. Mm. Now we have overcome that. Mm. So as a physician who is champion of these studies, mm. I'm delighted that this is happening, and it's very positive news. That, uh, along with one more factor, if that can be added into the research that you're doing, there is a lot of research done for, uh, say, for example, heart disease in men versus women. And the uh, effects and also the signs of heart disease in men and women are different. And not too much research has been done into the women's sector. Yeah, absolutely. And as a matter of fact, you read my mind because my second paper is dealing with um, <coughs> South Asian women, and we ourselves yeah. are doing a fair amount of work on South Asian women health. Our last conference was on women's health, mm -hmm. and we have followed that up with a, a roundtable on cancer. Yes. And now we are organizing a roundtable end of October on barriers uh, in women mm. uh, and health. And uh, is a paper I want to talk about. Okay, let's take a short commercial break and come back and talk about uh, our last topic, which is always last women, but at least we're talking about them. 
स्पाइस रेडियो और रेडियो रिमझिम सुन रहे हैं आपका सबका प्रोग्राम है डॉक्टर अरुण गर्ग आज हमारे साथ हैं वे टॉकिंग अबाउट वुमेन्स हेल्थ या आई थिंक जस्ट बिफोर वी टुक अ ब्रेक यू वर सेइंग दैट्स द लास्ट टॉपिक दैट्स नॉट एट ऑल ट्रू ओके आई आई थिंक बोथ मेन एंड वुमेन्स हेल्थ हैज बीन नॉट स्टडीड अनफ Yes. with the south asian perspective ah okay and definitely women's health has uh, been given not enough uh, time mm. uh, and we need to correct that mm-hmm. uh, and we certainly taking great interest in women's health because if women are healthy families will be healthy right and families are healthy community will be healthy if community is healthy province will be healthy and province healthy country will be healthy so i think 100%. we need to really work yeah. on that uh, the paper uh, which i <coughs> thought was fascinating is the barriers hmm. and facilitators to healthy active living in south asian families in canada this study was done by um, hamilton group dr sonia anand she mm-hmm. has done a fair amount of work it was in last year's paper in bmj right and the paper is understand the barriers in healthy active living in south asian families living in canada right and uh, the barriers were um, the top 3 barriers to healthy eating were not having enough time to healthy food preparation hmm. um lack of knowledge about what is healthy eating and i think i find that very prevalent right people surprisingly not aware of the relationship of eating and health and viewing healthy eating as a matter of engaging in time limited dieting right. which is again very limited so good thing is that she found in this study uh, that if people were made aware hmm. of these that they can overcome those barriers right so that's a positive news uh, the beside the top barriers uh, the they were able to address the barriers by knowledge and awareness of healthy eating hmm. clear goal setting access to fresh vegetables and fruits right better arrangements and more time for food preparation mm-hmm. uh so when we talk about lifestyle we talk about eating and then we talk about physical activity right and that's the hardest in our community you know physical, physical activity, activity yeah mm. is not uh, very high up but if you look at the younger people today you will find that the younger generation is paying more attention to their uh yeah yeah, living, yeah. Right? and i think it's um, a good thing and i think the society norm is changing as well you know yes Uh, so i think not enough time and energy competing priorities hmm. um, lack of child care you talking about women's health yes. i mean child care becomes very important certainly and lack of family engaging exercises and limited access to interesting exercise programming all these things have to be built in for us to have more um, participation certainly this paper talks about that these barriers can be overcome uh, by clear goal setting mm-hmm. uh, teaching of uh, health preparation skills and exercise formats i think our society will benefit 
if we had some facilities where they can be addressed in a very simple and accessible way. Mm-hmm. Right now, as you were pointing out, uh, physicians are busy and they really don't have time to get into these. And there is no other place where this information is available. No. So I think uh, if we could make these available in the community in yes. one form or another, yes. that could go long ways uh, in terms of understanding and lowering this burden. So again, more and more papers are coming. Right. Uh, what we are doing is we are trying to apply this knowledge translation locally and through that hoping that we could build these capacities. Mm-hmm. So we are organizing a roundtable in October where we will be bringing... Uh, and women share their experience of barriers, will share these barriers based on the literature work, and then what are the things can be done to facilitate that. And I think that will be helpful. Hopefully, we could take some of that information and go further. When when you said this uh, roundtable is taking place in September. October. October. Now, your work with... The Indian diaspora is also very uh, interesting. How many times do you engage in your conversation with them and how many times have you been able to assist them with what they are doing? Um, with All our work is related to that, you know. And right. uh, as a matter of fact, we were able to, and I'm really grateful to Fraser Health. Right. We have a South Asian Health Institute there. And we are trying to develop that capacity. Mm. And uh, the volunteers are there. They go to place of worship. They go to gurdwaras. And they go to temples. They go to schools. They go to business places. And we have pamphlets. We have information in different languages. We share with people. Uh, They're doing a large number of those. And uh, during COVID, uh, the information about vaccination was... So I think that capacity is building. Uh, but I would like to see is even more of that in the community itself and driven by the community. So right. they have the ownership. Uh, we are working on it. And hopefully uh, over the next few years, we could even build that. Mm. Uh, the other thing we are doing is we are uh, having these roundtables. So these roundtables are with the diaspora. Right. And diaspora then share their own knowledge. So it's not like just a academic research. No. It's really is translational research. Uh, and with that, we take those recommendations and share with policymakers so we could influence the policy. Right. So all in all, that has been very satisfying work. And uh, uh, it's not uh, earth-shattering work, but I think it's really very satisfying work. Mm-hmm. When you talk about this work being done within the community, um, are you talking about a community that is located in some temple, or or is it people that are well, wherever wherever we could find, as you could imagine, uh, all that takes fair amount of energy oh, and does, work, yes. right? Uh, so right now we are at a stage where we are looking for all possible, but I would say easily accessible and ideal place would be community centers of Mm. some type and I think community clinic of some side Mm. so there is the free access and there is no barriers 
because if you have it in business, then that could be a barrier. If yes. you have in a school, that could be a barrier. If you have in a worship place, that could be a barrier for some others. To make it open, I think community will be ideal. So that's what we are working on. Have you had a chance to uh, discuss this with um, Fraser Health to have it with maybe, you know, um, engaging the community's pharmacists together to sort of do, yeah, you know. I think uh, I'm going to go one step further and right. I'm going to engage pharmacists directly, you know. Yeah. As a matter of fact, there is a group called Institute of Precision Nutrition that's run by a pharmacist, so they are engaging pharmacists. Right. And uh, we need to bring everybody in it, pharmacists, dietitians, physiotherapists, mm -hmm. uh, all people who have interest in health, nurses, mm -hmm. and uh, obviously doctors. But I think the center is patient to have all this information available centrally. So I think now the remaining time we have, we have time for one more paper? No, we've got uh, three minutes. <laughs> so what can you tell me in three uh, minutes? Well, maybe we could keep this paper for next time. But I just, think we should, yes. Yeah, but just to wet people's appetite. Yes. There was a paper in July 23. Yes. I think it's a fantastically detailed, good paper, Metabolic Non-Communicable Disease Health Report of India. Ah. And India Medical Research Council studied this and have come up with the prevalence of various diseases and uh, what is clearly sends a signal that the prevalence of diabetes, prediabetes, lipid disorders, metabolic uh, dis derangements, and above all, hypertension is increasing at a much faster rate in South Asia, in India, in various states, urban area, rural area, and I think people are starting to take notice. Mm. Uh, and hopefully studies like these will set the policy and this is where direct engagement of the people is key hmm. so uh, maybe i'll keep this paper because it's quite a detailed paper right. for our next conversation perfect i like that dr saab and i think uh, with that we come to the end of our show uh lovely topics on diabetes and heart disease uh and health disease health yeah, as well it's surprisingly how Fast the time goes. Yes. And, um, uh, the, I had a couple of the paper. There was a paper we wrote on diet. Oh, right. Have, we'll, we'll, we'll look at that maybe uh, next one. And sleep yes. with your favorite topic. My favorite topic. Yeah. <laughs> with that, we come to the end of our show. We'll be here tomorrow. We'll be here tomorrow. Rajesh Mansukhani, who is uh, associated with the Shamak group of uh, dance is going to be in the studios tomorrow. So please join us tomorrow between 2 and 3, and we'll be talking to Rajesh and Dr. Saab next month. Thank you. Stay tuned for the Drive Home Grind with DJ Flight and Maya right here on Spice Radio. And your requests, Nutin Kisat, Radio Rim Jimpe.